Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on voiceamerica.com. We're in our 23rd year on Voice America. This is a problem that shows you how to make your dreams come true, turn your problems into solutions, your obstacles into opportunities, and that's what we do here. Um, today, I have an incredible guest. We're talking about the power of theater, the power of live theater, whether it's a play or it's a musical. That's what we're talking about today, that it's been around forever, and it will it will be around forever. My guest is Bill Hanney. He is the owner and producer of Theater by the Sea in Wakefield, Rhode Island, and the North Shore Music Theater in Beverly, Massachusetts. Theater by the Sea is on the National Register of Historic Places and is located on the ancestral lands of the Narragansett people. It's had many incarnations over the years. And Bill Haney purchased this property and historic theater in 2007, and it continues to produce a four-musical subscription season along with a children's theater series. Bill Haney also has his company, Entertainment Cinemas. He owns and operates seven movie theaters across four states. He's an award-winning business owner and has been recognized as Business Person of the Year. And he's remained focused on his movie theater chain, having purchased, built, owned, and operated over 30 theaters. And the Greater Beverly Chamber of Commerce in Massachusetts presented him with the 2015 Leslie Ray Hall of Fame Award. And he is a member of the League of Broadway Producers and has worked on several new musicals as well as a recent revival of Pippin. He also puts on live Cape summer entertainment series at the Hyannis Barnstable Performing Arts Center. So even if you're out of this area, you have to fly into New England to see these wonderful shows in the summer. Bill will discuss the season shows at both theaters with a behind the scenes look at the making of the shows. Welcome, Bill Hanny. Thank you, Patricia. That was a nice introduction. Love it. I always love interviewing you. It's so fascinating, all your stories. So, first of all, let's talk about the elephant in the room, or sort of it's gone away, COVID. COVID, COVID, yeah. And COVID happened. The theater really went dark. And you were just telling me before we started that the theater is live and well and even better than it was before. So, talk about sort of what happened with COVID and where we are now. Well, COVID being the long story, uh, it did. It affected everybody, not just theater, but it, it affected theater a lot because it's a bunch of people in the same room. So it really affected us. We had to shut down. We had a season already to begin, which would have been in 2020. Uh, as a matter of fact, we were in the process of building all the sets for that season. Uh, we actually were finishing up most of the sets because it, it was in March. We opened in usually in May. And uh, this, as we all remember, this is a two-week-at-a-time thing. It'll be gone in two weeks. It'll, it'll be over yeah. in two weeks. And, you know, well, two years later, and it's really still not gone. Uh, but, you know, we, we did what we had to do. We closed down. Uh, we were able to reopen uh, in the summer of 21. Um, we did our, encore, our, our, our uh, pre-sold encore production of Mamma Mia!, which yeah. did very, very well. Uh, the only major, one of the casualties with the theater was we had built a beautiful set for Funny Girl. Uh, but unfortunately, the two-year uh, holdback caused us not not to get the rights to it because we had the only rights, the only people in, probably in the world, but in America, had had the rights to do Funny Girl in 2020 was wow. us 
because of some friends and favors. And uh, we were ready to go with that one. And the, but by the time COVID let us reopen, it was going to Broadway and we couldn't do the show. So we have a beautiful set if anyone needs a set for Funny Girl. Um, you know, speaking, of which, <laughs> speaking of which, I have to ask you those kinds of shows. So when you get a show, how old does it have to be? Example, like a Hamilton, which is fairly recent. Could you get a type of no. show like Hamilton now? No, here's here's the here's how it, how that whole thing goes. Um, there are levels of theaters that uh, are are timed accordingly to get shows. Usually, it, it goes to broad unless it starts somewhere and you get it on its way to Broadway. But once it hits Broadway, it depends on how how well it does and 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 on Broadway, it then has to go through the Broadway run, the national tour, the second national tour, the bus and truck non equity version. And that that's now years. It's it's usually years now, th- three to five years, uh, and you could just see that beautiful, beautiful came out. I think three to five years ago. Uh, mm-hmm. It goes through all those circuits, and then when, then I have to see what does my audience want to buy a ticket to. Uh, they may not want to see next to normal or or rent. They may How only want to see. Bill? How do you I know? I don't. I know my audience. I know. I pretty much know what they like because. You know that I'm there a lot. I see them. I talk to them. They, 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 they're, they're forever, which is a great thing. On my website, is talk to Bill, and they click on that, and they tell me what's on their mind, or what they'd like to see, or what's going on, which I think is great. Uh, then I figure out four shows. I'm lucky at Theater by the Sea. There's so many shows I still have that I can get the rights to that we haven't done yet because we only do four a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, this year we this is I think probably the best program season I've ever had here. I think that's ever been here because we've got, you know, pretty three blockbusters and my yeah. way certainly is not a blockbuster, but it's a pretty darn good show. Right. When you've got beautiful bodyguard and Jersey boys, those are really good titles. And we're going to talk about that, uh, but there is something I want to ask. that's interesting. So for example, like right now on Broadway is Camelot, which, you know, was an older show from yep. years ago. Yep. And I'm sure you might've even done it at one point, but now we get to come back as a revival um, can you show it? I'm, nope. I'm confused about nope. that. Cannot, cannot. Once that once this happens, they 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 take their rights right off. There are no nobody can do it. It's it's frozen. Uh, then they have to go through the process I just talked about. All over again. All over again. Yep. So we, if we want to do Camelot, we probably won't be able to do that for maybe probably minimum three years. But you probably did it a few years ago. I've never done Camelot, to be honest with you, and I have thought about it quite often, uh, but just never got around to doing it. And that's what happens with only four shows a year. You know, sometimes you wait a little too long and it goes to revival time. But King and I was on Broadway and you, I think you did that, didn't you, King and I? King and I, no, King and I, uh, I did King and I at, um, at North Shore. Uh, before it went back, to, see again, uh-huh. it's 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 just like you know, there could be a show right now that they're talking about in New York to take back to Broadway that I might even be thinking about next year. Uh, it could be the sound of music, it could be anything, and all of a sudden they've decided to do it, and therefore, too bad, too late, wait, and we deal with it. We pick another title. Isn't that it's so fascinating? All right, let's start talking about the shows at your two theaters, and they're. Um, the theater, the theater that I know a lot about is Theater by the Sea, yes. and the first one was My Way, which I saw, which was yep. a tribute to Frank Sinatra's music. Yep, it's all about Frank Sinatra's music and life done by four amazing performers. Uh, it ends uh, in about a week from now. 
uh, and then uh, and then that's the worst part about what I do is after three to four weeks, these shows go into a trash can. All that the, the set you saw, which I thought was beautiful, by the way, set. Uh, that was Kyle Dixon is my set designer, and I think he did a great job. But that will all go in the trash on Sunday night. You don't save it. Can't save everything. Wow. We've been there for 15 years. We do four shows a year. Imagine how many sets we would have. Yeah, but can't you reuse parts of your sets? We, there are things that we do reuse, uh, things that we think we may reuse. Uh, but I've got sets sitting in one of our small warehouses that go back to Annie and Lacage and The Wizard of Oz. And, and I, I have a 10-year cycle. I don't want to do a show. I like to wait 10 years because people think they just saw it, even uh. though it's 10 years ago. Um, so, you know, it's a, for somebody I'll find, uh, I'm, I'm the, the worst person. I, I don't want to throw anything away, uh, uh, but I have to, cause we, we don't have that much space to keep it all in. Yeah. Amazing. So now your second show is going to be beautiful. Yep, so beautiful. tell us about that. Beautiful. The Carol King musical. I've seen it several times. I saw it on Broadway. I saw it on the road. I think I saw it in Providence a few years back. Uh, just a wonderful telling of the Carol King story with all the music she'd not just performed, but wrote. Uh, it's got. It was all all done in, in a building in New York City where you had just you know a few floors of just talented people would come in and they write songs and sing songs and they're all the songs that that, that people know from from back when. Uh, but she was a major part of this. She really did a lot to write great music. And this show is it's one of my favorites. I will say that. Mm. So it's her music and her story. Yeah. It's a story about when she was a kid, right to, right to uh, well, she's not dead yet, so to where she is, you know? Wow. Now, your third one this season is The Bodyguard. Bodyguard. That was a movie. We saw a movie. that as a movie. Yep, yep. Now, that, that shows an interesting title because not many people do The Bodyguard. They really don't. I don't think you've probably ever seen it on stage, have you? No, I've seen it in the movie theater. You've seen the movie, right. but the show is the movie. It's got that great Whitney music. It's got yes. the story you know. The story is terrific. Uh, movie came out, I think, in the eighties, um, and people have forgotten the story. That's why it's great to see it all over again because you get to hear all that amazing music by hopefully an amazing cast and follow the story that you might have forgotten. Uh, we did it five, four, three or four years ago at North Shore. It was one of the biggest hit shows that we've ever done because people would come back, come back, come back to see, to hear these songs done by then an incredible cast. Wow. Incredible. Yep. All right. And then Jersey Boys is the last show of this Jersey season. Boys. Yep. It, and it's a good example. Jersey Boys came in over 20 years ago. I we saw just, it at PFAC. We're in, just in getting it now. We just finally got the rights to it. It was out 20 years ago. Wow. Mama Mia last year was out probably 30 years ago. Uh, I, I hope I'm alive when we get Wicked and the Phantom and Lion King. <laughs> I don't think I will be. Uh, but we did it at North Shore, as I said. It was just terrific. Uh, no, this, I'm sorry, back to Jersey Boys, we did it the last season, the last season we were open before COVID, and it was a mega, mega hit. It was such a great production. Uh, when I finally got the rights, I jumped up and down with joy and said, we're going to do a heck of a production at Theater by the Sea on this one. Well, are the rights different prices for different shows, or is it similar? They, they are different. The rights are, it's all percentage of the gross, and they run in between 9 and 17%. Uh, I don't know what that means. Explain temp, that. Temp, like, say, say, I'll just use round numbers. Say you gross a million dollars, they take $100,000. Oh, 
for, for let you do the show. Uh, it's, it's funny part is Greece. Greece, the old show Greece is one of the highest royalty shows out there. It's I think sixteen percent, where wow. I can get a Mama Mia or a Jersey Boys for like twelve percent. You would think it wouldn't be that. You would think the Greece people would say, "We'll give you a deal. Do it more often," you know. But they don't think that way. Um, but it's it's a, this this is all business in its own. It really is. Wow. Wow. And we're on that note. We're going to take a break. I mean, we could listen for hours. And also, when we come back, we have to hear some of the stories of the mishaps that happen. You know, when you have no warning and you have an audience out there and and you handle it. It's live theater. <laughs> We're talking to the amazing Bill Haney, who is the owner of Theater by the Sea and also the North Shore Music Theater. And we will be right back right after the break to hear about the shows at the North Shore Music Theater and also some incredible stories. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression, raising teens, campus violence, and building self-resilience. Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host, keynote speaker, and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now, she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for the Forbes Factor. We guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Get Unchained. Tune in every Wednesday for Unchained TV on the Voice America Variety Channel. Featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and the founder of the Unchained TV free streaming network, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Unchained TV, Wednesdays at 12 p.m. Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. are listening to the patricia raskin show if you wish to call into our program today please call 1-866-472-5788 that number again is 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com now back to the patricia raskin show Hi, everyone, and we are back. We are back with the amazing Bill Haney, who is the owner and producer of the Theater by the Sea in Wakefield, Rhode Island, and the North Shore Music Theater in Beverly, Massachusetts. Theater by the Sea is actually on the National Register of Historic Places and located on the ancestral lands of the Narragansett people. And Bill, 
uh, has an entertainment company, Entertainment Cinemas. He owns and operates seven movie theaters across four states. He's an award-winning business owner and has been recognized as Business Person of the Year with many awards along the way. Welcome back, Bill. Thank you. And by the way, I have to point out that we have a movie theater close by us there in South Kingston. It's the South County Luxury Cinemas right at the South, South County uh, the little plaza there. I didn't yes. know if you knew that. I didn't know that. Yep. It's a beautiful uh, eight screen movie theater. We just put in luxury chairs. It's absolutely, we got a full liquor license. It's the place to go see a movie. That's all I got to say. And so what I want to say to people who are listening to this from out of state, come visit New England in the summertime and stay in Rhode Island, Massachusetts, come to Theater by the Sea, and then also come to the North Shore Music Theater and then go to Bill Haney's Cinema so you can see it all. (laughs) That's right. Do it all. I mean, and. Yep, and while you're here, you're in the area of Newport, Rhode Island, and Boston, Mass. There's a I lot of areas. So come to New England. All right. So now let's talk about the North Shore um, Music Theater. Sure. And the theater is that the, you have four musicals coming there. You were you also are having beautiful the Carol King story there. Yep, we are. We this theater I purchased in 2010 from bankruptcy. They had gone out of business. Uh, it's round, 1,500 seats in the round which yeah. is quite different uh, producing. You have to come and see one sometime. I don't I've seen it. Happen. I've been there, yeah. but not for yeah. many, many years. And you saw pre same theater. Yes. Uh, but uh, we do five Broadway musical titles a year, plus 30, I think 32 years of A Christmas Carol with, with I think 30 years of the same gentleman playing Scrooge. That's pretty amazing. That's probably a record that nobody can beat. I don't think the same exact production, of course, different actors with the same actor playing Scrooge for well over 30 years. Wow. And that's a Christmas Carol. And that's coming. That was in December. Yep. In December. Uh, We run it for three or four weeks. It's uh, believe me, people expect that to happen. If not, they run me out of town. Um, We we open this year. Beautiful. Yep. Yeah. Sound of Music is following. That's our family-friendly audience. Uh, we did oh, it I love uh, Sound of 11 music. years ago. It should be terrific. We have Jimmy Buffett's Escape to Margaritaville. We just, in August, it's just party time. People are going to just love the event. It's Jimmy Buffett's music. It's just a great, great fun night out. What it's about Matilda serious. musical? Talk about Matilda. Matilda is done by our, our kids. We also do our kids' oh. camp. We have a big education program at both theaters, but really big at North Shore. And uh, we teach the kids theater and they get to perform theater at both theaters, whatever the show happens to be. And um, and uh, they get to have all the all their friends and relatives and aunts and uncles and everybody come and see them. Those shows always sell out. We do multiple performances. The kids get to do their own show and they're really, really good. This is not this is not elementary school. We really show them how to do it right, and they're learning at a young, young age. And they may be future actors. Absolutely. That's what we're looking for. We always tell them, you'll be on the stage getting paid some real money someday. Instead of paying us to do it, we'll pay you. <laughs> and then what do we have? We have the full Monty in, in October, and then we have a, a brand. This is exciting. Uh, a brand new musical, uh, Elvis. It's the wow. Elvis story. That the movie was a big hit a couple of years ago as well. Oh, fabulous! So somebody finally put together a, a musical version of the story. Just doing forty songs of Elvis, you got a show right there. But this show takes people from 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 Memphis to Vegas in Elvis's life. Uh, nobody's done it. It's been done in a couple of small tryout theaters, but this will be the first professional 
production of it uh, in the world. Wow. Now, this theater is year-round, then, the the North Shore Theater. It's, 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 it, we're closed January, February, and half of March, yes. Uh, but we're open more than we are at Theater by the Sea because of the type of building. Okay. And I see different building in terms of heat and air conditioning yep. and all of that. Absolutely. And I won't change it at Theater by the Sea. The, the, the most thing I changed, it was three or four years ago, or maybe five years ago, when I added air conditioning, which was a task not too small. And the reason it was a, not, not, not an easy task was I don't want to change the character of Theater by the Sea. Yes. You can insulate and drywall that beautiful, beautiful barn theater inside. You can't do it. So we figured out a way to air condition people for the three hours they're there. They're loving it. We paid for it. I think the first year, our sales went up 25% when people heard we had air conditioning. Wow. Yeah, that many people weren't going there because they didn't want to go to a, a hot building in the middle oh. of July on a matinee on a Saturday. Imagine what that felt like with 500 people with no air conditioning. Yeah. Now, how do you choose these shows? Um, it's, I always say it's the hardest thing I do is, cho- is choose uh, titles for people a year from now. Uh, I've got to know my audiences. I pretty much know what they like and don't like. Uh, it's based on availability, as we talked about earlier. I'd love to put on all, you know, The Phantom and Lion King and Wicked, but... We're not allowed to yet. So we pick things that are newer, that are interesting, beautiful, newer show, uh, bodyguard, newer show. Um, and uh, and I love doing the classics. We've always done classics here at Theater by the Sea. Like this what? Year, well, we, we usually do things like Music Man or, yeah. you know, we. I mean, we're going to do Oklahoma at some point. But this year it just worked out. There's really not a classic among them. And because it's just these titles was too important to not do this year. So I said, well, we can skip the classic for a year. It won't be the end of the world. We mm. can skip the family-friendly show, which just means Bodyguard is PG-13, but it's, yeah. not, it's not like The Wizard of Oz or The Little Mermaid we've done or Mary yeah. Poppins. Yeah. I felt this was the year to do these shows. And our subscriptions are, are up so, so much. It's, it's yeah. unbelievable. It really is. Do, when people write to you, dear Bill, do they tell you what they want to see? Do they all, say all, they always suggest what they'd like to see? Absolutely. It's so funniest part about it is when they do it and they say, well, we did that last year. Where were you? You know, <laughs> we just did that show. <laughs> but now you talked about Oklahoma. Wasn't that on Broadway recently? It did. It did. The, it was a it was a wacky version of it. It played. It did the circuit, played PPAC. We can get the rights to it now. Uh, the, you know, we're, we're going to do it the, the way that I think it should be done, the original version. Right. Um, and uh, I did it, I did it, she's two or three years ago at North Shore. Big yeah. hit. Yeah. Well-known title. Fantastic show. So yeah. I have so many shows that Theater by the Sea could do. We won't run out of shows too soon. Absolutely. Now, I know that you started in this business, in the movie theater business, owning theaters, having theaters. How did you segue or add on being a producer of shows? Because that's very different from owning a movie theater. This came up by accident. Uh, To be honest with you, I had a theater in Fitchburg, Massachusetts. It was a 1,700-seat live theater, but it was a movie theater. But it had a full stage, which just wasn't ever used. And I got a call one time from somebody who said, can I put a band on and and we'll rent the theater from you? I said, sure. We saw the show sell out. And then, and then somebody else did it again, another show. And then I said, well, why don't I try this? So I started promoting concerts. 
and then I said, well, this is working out well in Fitchburg. Then I went to look for other cities to do it in. Wow. Worcester, Worcester was building, remodeling a brand new, uh, remodeling the theater. And I went to them and said, I'd like to bring some rock and roll there. And they said, well, we don't really want that. We'd rather do Broadway. And I said, well, I don't do Broadway. I know nothing about Broadway. Uh, they said, well, you know, if you if you can figure it out, we'd have to do it. And I figured it out. My first season there was a chorus line, Annie, Marcel Marceau, wow. and uh, Ain't Misbehaving. That, when that, was this? Uh, 80s. Wow. 80s, five, maybe? And that yeah, was the beginning. And, and it's so everything's, of course, lines my lucky show. It's always sold out for me. It's always, I whenever I open a theater, I try to include that uh, in the first year. Um, of course, uh, yeah, of course. It's just my, my it's a terrific show to begin with, but it's my lucky show. And then I started doing those. That was presenting. We would take shows that were on the road. Remember the little circuit I told you about where it goes through all the versions of it? Yeah. This was, I would do the versions of the, uh, they call them one-nighters, where you could bring a show in off the trucks, do it for one or two performances and go on to the next city. I didn't but, know that. Yep. That's quite a project, and more for the people who are doing the show than the promoter, which, which was me. But we, we did that. We did Broadway Comes to Worcester. Broadway comes to Springfield, Broadway comes to wow. Portland, Broadway comes to, uh, there's a city in Mr. Stratford, Connecticut, but we opened up this market to bring a lot of Broadway shows to these to these cities, and Excuse it did very well until the economy went bad, and whatever year that was, and uh, took a little break, and it yeah. came back, came back by, co- the, the, the coincidental part about coming back was when I got a call from Tommy Brent, you know that name? I do. Tommy Brent used to own the theater that I'm in now, Theater by the Sea, for 20-some-odd years. He actually saved it. And then Four Quest, who owned the building, took it over for 15 years. It closed for three to four years. I get a call, it was in 2007, it had been closed for three years, maybe four, from Tommy Brent. I hadn't heard from Tommy in a long time. He said, Bill, the theater is available. Somebody from Florida is interested in doing it. She doesn't have all the money. Are you interested in doing something? I said, I love that theater, Tommy. And I started out doing exactly that. Uh, the relationship didn't work out so well, but I ended up with an, with an amazing theater. Uh, and uh, we're 15 years in. We are next year will be the second longest because Tommy was the longest. Fort Quest was 15. Next year, I'll be 16 years there. And she'll be 91 next year because she's 90 this year, as we all know. Are you doing like a big party for the 90? We are actually trying as we speak. I just got to pull it off. We want to bring a lot of the people who remember the theater that performed at the Uh, theater back when, to the Tommy days, the Four Quest days, uh, my days, and just do one night of 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 a gala gala show with a with a food thing going on and just. uh, So we're trying to pull that together. It'll be on a Monday night in August when we finally get our act together. Wow, that sounds really wonderful. Yeah, I think it'll be. Before we go to break, I just want to, because you had told me this before break, what you had explained is that when a show comes to Broadway, right, after it comes to Broadway, then it can go on tour, correct? Yes, naturally. And then and then it can come to your kind of a, a musical theater. After it goes on tour. After, but usually there's versions of that. You've got the national tour, which which will do all the major cities, Providence and Boston and, and all those cities across right. America. Then you've got uh, uh, sometimes a second national tour that'll do it again, depends on the popularity of the show. And then you've got the bus and truck, which I talked about earlier. We'll go and do th- cities like Worcester and Lowell and uh, theaters like that. And then when that's all done, then right. we can get a crack at it. 
<laughs> but you did the bus and truck one, right? You I, did. That. I was a presenter. I would buy those shows exactly. So, oh. and it was uh, a lot, lot less work. I got to tell you, we're not doing anything but bringing them in and getting them out. You know, it's Amazing. a lot. To, we, as people know, we make our shows. We don't bring them in on buses and trucks. They're made. I know. We're going to talk more about that right after the break with the amazing Bill Haney, who owns these two wonderful theaters in Massachusetts and Rhode Island. And they are the Theater by the Sea in Wakefield, Rhode Island, and North Shore Music Theater in Beverly, Mass. And he also owns uh, Entertainment Cinemas, seven movie theaters across four states, as an award-winning business owner and has been recognized as Business Person of the Year. And he was in the Hall of Fame as well, the Leslie S. Ray Hall of Fame in 2015. All right, folks, stay tuned. We've got much more of Bill right after the break. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. The boroughs are New York City. The burbs are everywhere else. Real estate is the ultimate game of risk and reward. It's the biggest investment most people ever make. Fortunes are made over a lifetime and lost in a day. And we're not playing with Monopoly money. How do you stay ahead? Who's buying? Who's selling? And why? What do they know? We want the truth. You need an edge. Burrows and Burbs is your secret weapon to giving you the insider knowledge and strategies you need to succeed in the high-stakes world of real estate. From Palm Beach to Palm Springs, Manhattan to Malibu, we press the experts to expose the pain, find the deals, and occasionally predict the future. That's Burrows and Burbs, 3 o'clock Eastern, noon Pacific, because everyone can make money in real estate. It is time to change the negative narrative of divorce. Families are hungry for a different option. Listen to The Good Divorce Show with Karen McNinney. You will discover how to function as one family living in two homes. There are high-functioning, stable, and happy divorce families living in your neighborhood. What's their secret sauce? What did their journey look like? Do they have regrets or recommendations? Let's find out. It's never too late to have a good divorce. The Good Divorce Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. All who live face a time of passing. Is death the end, or will souls enter an afterlife? Have you ever wondered about historical figures and what they would say if they were alive today? Psychics and authors Barry and Connie Strom will use their gift of spirit communication to answer questions and channel spirits concerning the hereafter. Tune in to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife with Barry and Connie Strom at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. are listening to the patricia raskin show if you wish to call into our program today please call 1-866-472-5788 that number again is 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com now back to the patricia raskin show hi everyone we are back and we are back with the amazing bill hanning 
We're talking about theater, live theater, musicals, plays, and Bill Handy's the owner and producer of Theater by the Sea in Wakefield, Rhode Island, and North Shore Music Theater in Beverly, Mass. And he also has entertainment cinemas, currently owns and operates seven movie theaters across four states. He's an award-winning business person. Um, the Greater Beverly Chamber of Commerce awarded him with the 2015 Leslie Ray Hall of Fame Award, and most recently he won the Legacy Award in 2023, which he will tell you about. And he really just has done so much work for many decades to bring live theater to people and bring a lot of joy into our lives. Thank you, Bill. Thank All right. you. <laughs> All right, tell us about the Legacy Award. Yeah, that was a nice surprise. Uh, well, we, we the first surprise was we've been asking them to hold their awards at our theater. They hold them at all different places in South County. They finally, this year, they agreed to do it, and we ha- we, we, we hosted them. Uh, they put the show on, and, uh, and, and we were the winner of the Legacy Award, Theater by the Sea, uh, which I thought was terrific because that's, you know, just a nice thing from a great group of people, by the way. The South County Chamber... They just are terrific people. That's all I have to say. And the Legacy Award is for? Basically longevity. Theater by the Sea being there forever and me being able to save the theater and keeping it open, which is something I do because I like to. Yeah. All right. I have to ask you about the mishaps. Now, you were on the show a few years ago, and there was one story you told that I, I would love to hear again. But just and I don't know how you do this, like at the last minute. You know, someone gets sick or someone loses their voice or the lights go out or something happened. And I mean, how do you how do you handle this? Well, you're probably referring to the Annie story. I think so. I yeah. have four Annies in a, in a, in a three week run. Uh, well, quite simply is and it happens at any time. And this I'll give you this story for your, for your listeners. We were in preview uh, with Annie and our Annie. Uh, who was terrific, decided to get uh, some kind of a stage fright, some kind of, of a breakdown, but she broke down and and she left before the first act had even finished. Oh, no. Back on. So we, we go backstage, what's going on, what's going on? And she was just a basket case. So we had the understudy come on and she finished the show. Uh, but we, 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 we just were looking for, we were looking for a, how do I say this? Because she was a terrific and saved our day, but we were looking for a, as good of an Annie as we had. So we started looking around for another Annie. And I had an Annie I used at North Shore a couple of years prior to that, which was absolutely flawless. Got her on the phone that night. She was at a friend's house next door. Her mom said, she's next door on a sleepover. I said, can you get her for me? So and this, this girl's probably 12, you know? And uh, and I almost remember her name just now. And I said, can you can you come and do this show? We need a nanny. She goes, I, I can do it. But I, it was a four-week run. She goes, but I can't do your third week because we're going on a vacation that's been planned. I go, I'll take anything right now. So she was there the next day. She remembered the show because, number one, she's young. Number two, it was only two years ago at North Shore. Jumped yeah. right into the role, did a great job. And then I had to bring in a fourth nanny for when she went on vacation. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What about the story with the woman who lost her voice? That was that was not that was a uh, that was a guy that was George in um, 
Lakaja Fall, and uh, he basically lost his voice the night before. I can't remember exactly. It was opening the night before opening. I can't really remember in the very very beginning. And uh, we, I always want the show must go on. That's my adage. The show must go on. So we ended up uh, having the understudy who didn't know the show because we don't do we we don't expect them to go out that quick. Uh, the second night of performance, you know. So we had this. I can't remember his name. He had this kid come in and he. He 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 did the he did the show the whole show, he did it right by you know where the handicap area is on the left yeah. before the stage he did for with his book on the music stand he did all the talking, and the singing, and the guy that was supposed to be in the show did it with just moving his mouth. So oh. at certain point it was like watching those Godzilla movies if you remember the voice oh. would say something and a few moments later the lips would move you know. Absolutely. Uh, got it through the night. People people actually love when that happens because they're part of something that is really not often and special. Uh, we ended up uh, replacing, because it wasn't his job, but we replaced him uh, with an actor who had done it on Broadway. Came in, I think, three or four days later. I can't even remember anymore. And he fin- he did this, the run for us, and he was fantastic. Uh, but that, you just, you know, we had a time when we lost half the power and uh, what's his name? Charlie Shaughnessy from the Nanny was 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 doing My Fair Lady for us, and the sh- power goes out. I met Benny's up there in Westerly, whatever, and I and and I get a call. The power's out at the theater. This is like an hour before showtime. I zip back at what's going on. Not all the power now. Just half the power now. <laughs> Figure that one out. So in an hour, we get everybody together. We had enough lights that people could see the stage, but they weren't the lighting. They could make their way around the room because it wasn't in darkness. And we got a, a speaker plugged in for, for the for the band. We got them hooked up to a speaker, and all the actors did what they did in the old days. They projected. And Charlie was a trooper. They did the they well, they only had to do half the show the way because they got the power on halfway through the first act. Uh, at that point, when I had it all together, everybody was going to do it. That, that was a, at probably about five of eight. I said, I'm going to dinner. I got to get out of here, you know. And they did a great job pulling it off. Power came back on second act and the show went on. But that's what you have to do. People, you know, people don't understand. I always tell the actors, the young actors today, people have committed their two and a half to three hours to be here tonight. You can't just not put the show on. What are they going to do? They probably already had dinner at a restaurant. We can't reach them now. And and that does happen. So we just put it on the best we can. We tell people, I always tell people, if you don't like it, come back and see it when it's when it's fixed and everybody is all right as our guest. You know, most people just they grin and bear it. and They have a great time being there during that. Bill, what what did owning theaters as a young person? That's how you started as a businessman. Yeah. What did that teach? How did that help you, or did it when you became a producer? as you are now of shows, that background, how did that kind of? I don't know. That's a great question. I mean, it's just learning a different business. Uh, I mean, I still, I always say to people, I learn every day and I've been doing this for 15, 16 years consecutively, you know, and I said. The producing of the shows. Producing of the shows. And I I learn something new every day. Um, It just happened. I mean, again, I love, I love doing it with all its pain in the neck problems. Yeah. uh, you know what I, what I love about it is the audience. They they just show me how they feel. Yep. And it's mostly always good. Mostly. Do you think that the movie theater industry with everything on television and now we have big screen TVs, do you think it will it will live, Bill? It's never going to be the same. Uh I I I just know this. Uh it's proven it. It's getting better. 
What you have to do nowadays is you have to be, as I say, the best mousetrap in town. Right. You have to make it like your theater, like your living room. Well, exactly right. So we spent a lot of money the last couple of years renovating my movie theaters to be the premier theater in the area. What happens is eventually your competition goes away and everybody has to go to just your location. So you can pick up a whole world of people who didn't go there because Mm. they don't go there now and or their theater has closed. So that's what we think. I think movies will always be around. They'll never be what they were. There are reasons for this. The pandemic really did a lot of damage to it. It, it the film companies got their way. They, they, they started doing, as we call day and day, you could watch it on TV at home or go to right. the movie and spend $12. Right. Uh, they backed off a little bit on that, but not as much as I'd like. But more importantly, everybody went, bought that 77-inch TV during the pandemic. And, right. and, and older folks learned how to, to stream. Uh, so people got used to not going to the movies. I think you'll always go. I, I can cook. I'm sure you can cook. You still go to restaurants. Right. Yes. You may not do it as often, or you may, you know, in our case, yes. you have to pick the tips a little further from you. Uh, but we have some pride. But I, but I do think the fact that they've made them with the beautiful seats and you can recline and that does make a difference. Liquor licenses and a, a bigger food selection, yeah. better sound. Uh, people love being with an audience. They really do. And so uh, I think it'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah. That's fascinating. It so really you're really not worried. You're really not worried. No, well, I'm, I, I definitely am worried because, you know, we can't survive on, on one movie a month, you know, uh, Jurassic right. Park or, or whatever it is. Right. Uh, but um, people are coming back. They're choosing the theater where it's most comfortable. You want to have that theater. We just spent a fortune, as I told you, at the South County Commons to renovate that theater. It's proven itself very well. People come in there enjoying it again. And it'll be around. It'll never go away completely. You'll just see a lot less of them. Hmm. All right, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back for our final segment with Bill, we're going to talk more about the theater, about musicals, um, kind of behind the scenes, and maybe what he suggests you as a, a theater goer should always look for when you go to the theater. Right. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on VoiceAmerica.com. America's Voice. We'll be right back. A little birdie told me Voice America is on Twitter. Follow us at Voice America TRN. As humans, we suffer when we believe we are not good enough. We are taught we must be better, look better, try harder, and achieve more. We cope with the stress and disappointment of life in ways that make us feel worse and keep us stuck in a cycle of unworthiness. We don't have to live this way. You don't have to live this way. Kirsten and her guests will share how self-acceptance and unconditional self-love can help you break this cycle and find freedom. Listen to Giraffe Tango Octopus, Freedom for Humans, with Kirsten Johansson, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Planning for college? Tune in to Getting In, a college coach conversation for tips, techniques, and insider perspectives. Hosted by Bright Horizons College Coach, a team of former admissions and financial aid officers, the show takes a deep dive on subjects such as choosing the best essay topic, negotiating merit aid, and navigating the common app. Listeners will learn what really goes into college acceptance decisions from the experts who used to make them. New episodes drop Thursdays on the Voice America Variety Channel. Today, our 40s sit firmly in midlife. We are starting to feel our place and have many productive years ahead. But now is the best time to plan for our future life. 
Listen for 45 Forward with host Ron Roel. From retirement to health and technology to caring for our parents, no topic is off the table. We don't have a roadmap to our actual future, but we can start to plan more effectively. Tune into 45 Forward, Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com are listening to the Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to the Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone, and we are back. We are talking to Bill Haney, who is the owner and producer of Theater by the Sea in Wakefield, Rhode Island, and North Shore Music Theater in Beverly, Massachusetts. Theater by the Sea is actually on the National Register of Historic Places. It's located on the ancestral lands of the Narragansett people. It's had many incarnations over the years. And Bill purchased this property and this historic theater in 2007, and it continues to produce a four-musical subscription season along with the Children's Theater Series. He has his company and entertainment cinemas and currently owns and operates seven movie theaters across four states. He's an award-winning business owner and has been recognized as business person of the year. And he's been a member, uh, he's gotten local hall of fame awards, many other awards, and he is a member of the league of Broadway producers and worked on many new musicals as well as the revival of Pippin. And he also has um, an, a live Cape, Cape Cod, in the summer. There's an entertainment series at Hyannis's Barnstable Performing Arts Center. So welcome back, Bill. Thank you, Patricia. All right. So we were talking about people coming to the theater and, and choosing the right theater for them and giving them the right experience. So talk about that. Um, yes, but before I do that, I just I want to mention we also started a couple of years ago the Monday Night Concert Series, which okay. has been very successful. Uh, we've got four shows this year, uh, a do-up show, Italian Bread, Seth Rodesky's Broadway Concert Series, and a Broadway celebration with some amazing Broadway actors. And that's become something that's nice to do on a Monday night four times a year in the summer. Uh, and you ask a question about, about theater and people coming to the theater and what, what do they like and what do they dislike? I always, the way I do anything, I always put myself in their place. Uh, what's going right? More importantly to me, what's going wrong? People always say to me, you never, you, you never see the good. You always see the bad. I go, I, I can't fix the good. I can fix the bad. So whenever there's an issue, I can say, show it to me, tell me about it, and let me fix the problem if it's possible. And I think when people come, we've always said the, uh, the Theater by the Sea is a great night out because it really starts when you pull up to the property, you park your car, you go either to the restaurant, which is Bravo by the Sea uh, this last two years now, uh, or you go for a drink at the gazebo before the show starts. You see the first act. You come out, you you have an, a nice intermission drink either inside the restaurant or at the gazebo. You go back and see the second act. And if it's on the on the nights we do cabaret, you then get out of the cabaret theater and see all those people you just saw on the show performing things that they like to sing from their favorite books and music. And uh, and that is an entire amazing. It's one of my favorite nights. I'm so happy we're getting back to it this year with the cabaret series. I missed it so for the last 
few years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I have my my special table when I go and my friends and all this, and yeah. it's a blast. It, it really is. But if people, you know, again, people just want a nice, clean, well-run. In this case, the theater by the sea is old, 90 years old. So it's mm-hmm. got that rustic, rustic feel to it. But is mm-hmm. but we we love that part about it. We just did a lot of renovations for a 90th birthday. We have a brand new front front stairway, which which I don't know if you noticed, but I love the way it came out. We did a whole big patio that's around the gazebo. We recarpeted the theater. We shingled lots of the theater. We mm-hmm. did so much this year because you're always doing something when something's 90 years old, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this year was just special for us. Do you think that people? I mean, I know. I often, if I like a theater, I go back to the same theater. Do you think people kind of find a theater they like and go back to it? Or do you think it's more, I'm going to go to that show wherever it is? I think it's, I think it's all both. I think that the reason I think people love coming to theater by the sea, number one, it's summertime. You don't, you don't have nothing better location than being on the ocean right there and smelling it and hearing it crashing against the rocks, uh, something to do four times a year. We, you know, I will say this, and I said, I guess with Samigo, we put on really good shows. We don't skimp in the talent or the sets. You've seen our sets. Um, when I did Mary Poppins, we were probably, except for Broadway, I'm pretty sure we were one of the few theaters in, in America that flew uh, Mary Poppins from the balcony down to the stage for her curtain call. Not mm-hmm. easy to do in an old barn theater and not drop her on the audience's head. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just do that kind of stuff because we love doing it. And people just said, we're only 500 seats. That's why we have such a high subscription rate. People mm-hmm. get shout out constantly on their single tickets. They just do. Uh, we're probably half, probably half the seats are already gone with subscribers. So when you release the single seats, sometimes they, they most of the time, Actually, all the time, you can't get tickets for the last weeks of the show. People have people have bribed me on because I have seats, and I I want to scalp them, but I didn't. Uh, but one day I went to see the show, and somebody said, "Vinny said my box office." He goes, "This two couple is so there's no seats," and and he goes, "You know, you've seen it," and I said, "Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna see it again." And he said, uh, "Would you mind?" And I looked at these two people, and I said, "Sell them my tickets," you know. And so they bought my tickets face value. We don't we don't do what I just joked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they adored it, and I just, I didn't, they enjoyed it more than I would have because I had seen it. You know, another thing, too, when you talk about costs. Now, if you saw a show on Broadway, it's very expensive. Whew. It's 200 300 400 sometimes it's $800. To start, to start with, to start with. Right. And I'm not saying this because I'm interviewing you, Bill. So I'm telling you, I have seen many shows at, at Theater by the Sea that I have said to you, these are as good as what I've seen on Broadway. You, and you have, and, and, and I'm so lucky to have people who notice it like you, because lots of people say that, Patricia. They say, you know what? The Kinky Boots show, the set was incredible. incredible. People that, that One of the people that produced Kinky Boots on Broadway said it was as good as ours. Really? Now, yes. And you'd say, well, how's that possible? Well, it's down to the talent of the people. We got some really talented people. You know, people are people. I always say, you know, you don't get talented tomorrow morning. You're talented or you're not talented right now. Yeah. You, know, you may get better, but, and we get those kind of people because they want to play theater by the sea. It's like a vacation. When you think about it, there are four weeks of and vacation. It's just as good. And you're paying Absolutely. a lot more money because you're in New York. Just right, same. Oh, New York is ridiculous. I didn't even want to. I couldn't even afford to go see the Music Man with Hugh Jackman. It was astronomical. Really? I'm talking like a thousand dollars a ticket. You know, wow. insane, insane. So was Hamilton. So was Hamilton. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And and regular shows are. It's gotten pricey, but and again, you know, not that this Broadway, but everything's gotten expensive to do. 
everything costs us. The lumber used to cost us, you know, half of what we're paying for it now to build yeah. all the sets. Labor's gone up, blah, 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 blah. But we're still there. And we expect to be there for 90 more years at the very, I want to be at the at the 180th anniversary. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to ask you a business question now because you started very young being an entrepreneur, you know, working at movie theaters. What advice do you give to people, young men and women who want to go the entrepreneurial route, they have a passion, but, you know, I mean, it's not easy being an entrepreneur. You know, one day you have money, the next day you don't have money, then mm-hmm. it comes in, then it goes out. Yep. What What do you say to people who say, I really love this, or I want to act, or I want to own something? Yep. There's a risk. You, you've got, there's always a risk. You've got the number one, you've got to really want it. And that doesn't mean you get it, but you need to really want it. And uh, a, a little bit of luck helps you out a lot. Uh, as I said, I had to start my first business with, with was 800 bucks. Um, that was, that took a whole theater over and opened it for $800, you know, our life savings. And, uh, and lucky for me, with a lot of work, it worked out to mm-hmm. set me in the right direction. Now, has everything I ever done worked? No, I've been in seven restaurants and they've all failed, you know. That's why mm-hmm. I do smart things. Like I partner with people like Bravo by the Sea. You do the restaurants, I do the theater. You know, I'll bring the people, you feed them. Uh, but no, you just have to want to do it. If You should at least expect to know about it, know a little bit going into it. As I said, I've been working in the movie theater since I was 14 years old. Didn't have my first movie theater until I was 19. So I had, you know, some years of getting some experience. Uh, and uh, and I, I said earlier, I think we were on break, that every day is a learning day. And in, in any business, you learn something new every day. Never be afraid to learn either. And you never love it. Embarrassed and never be embarrassed. I love when I can say to my people around our production table, "What does that actually mean? What did you? What does that term you just say mean? I need to know what that means." And it could be the dumbest question to people who are, who know that, but I didn't know it, and I'm not ashamed to say, "Tell me, teach me, Yoda." You know, uh, yeah. and I find out something new. That's yeah. a good day for me. How uh, do people find you and find the theaters and everything? It's really easy. Uh, Theater by the Sea is the easiest. Theaterbythesea.com. And if they want to find me, click on Talk to Bill. Everything is on our websites. They're terrific websites. North Shore Music Theater website is nsmt.org. Again, great websites. They tell you everything you need to know. You can buy tickets. You can do everything you need to do on there. Closing thoughts. What do you want to leave our listeners with? Well, I got to tell you, um, number one, let's enjoy this summer coming up because it's it'll be a, a it'll be a great one. Come to Theater by the Sea, make it part of your once a, once a three or four week opportunity to go and enjoy a night out or a matinee, and uh, and just everybody enjoy the fact that we're all able to go back and sit in a big room all together once again. Oh, thank you so much, Bill. I, I mean, it's always an honor and pleasure and fun to interview. Love it. Let's do it more often. Absolutely. All right. Stay on the line for a minute. All right, folks, that wraps up this edition of the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. If you want to find me, Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. If you want to do your own podcast and get positive messages out like we're doing now, um, I've interviewed over 5,000 people in my career and would love to help you put your put your podcast together. Um, you can find me on Facebook, Patricia Raskin, Raskin Resources. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin. Bye for now. Thank you. 
Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of The Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week. We'll be right back.